Welcome to another episode of the SaaS Podcast. I'm your host, Omar Khan, and this is the show where I interview proven founders and industry experts who share their stories, strategies, and insights to help you build, launch, and grow your SaaS business. Today's interview is with Marce Zawajinski. Marce is the co-founder and CEO of Peewick Pro, the business arm of Peewick.org. Peewick is an open source alternative to Google Analytics, which puts users in control of their data, never shares data with other servers, and never sells data for ad targeting. Peewick Pro focuses on providing Peewick cloud hosting and extra paid services for enterprise-level customers. Is your team struggling with spreadsheets that can't keep up with your workflows? It's time to switch to Jotform Tables. Jotform Tables is an all-in-one workspace that lets you collect, organize, and manage data seamlessly. Not only can you create online forms to gather data directly in Jotform Tables, but it also serves as a powerful tool to manage and analyze the data collected from your existing Jotform forms. You can also import spreadsheets or enter information manually, and all your data is stored securely in one place. Jotform Tables makes collaboration a breeze. You can share your tables with a single click and work with your team in real time. Say goodbye to version control issues and hello to efficient teamwork. Get started with Jotform Tables for free today at sasclub.io slash jotform. That's sasclub.io slash jotform. Are you looking to sell your online business or buy one to start your entrepreneurial journey? Discover exciting opportunities with Bupos.com. Bupos is the number one platform for buying and selling profitable online businesses and the first to offer built-in acquisition financing for qualified buyers. At Bupos.com, you can explore their exclusive listings, browse listings from other marketplaces, or submit your own deal for approval. Bupos can offer pre-approved financing for recurring revenue businesses, allowing you to access fast funding with no personal guarantees. And their experienced M&A advisory team supports you every step of the way. To learn more, visit sasclub.io slash Bupos. That's sasclub.io slash B-O-O-P-O-S. Sign up today and get qualified to sell your business or find your next deal. Hey there, SaaS founders. Are you looking to grow your B2B SaaS business to the first million in annual recurring revenue? I've got something that can help you. Introducing the SaaS Club newsletter, your weekly source of proven strategies, practical insights, and exclusive interviews with successful B2B SaaS founders who have been in your shoes and are ready to share what they've learned. Each week, you'll get a quick five-minute read delivered straight to your inbox full of growth tactics, lessons learned, and insider tips to help you tackle those early stage challenges and grow your business to seven figures and beyond. So what are you waiting for? Head over over to sasclub.io slash newsletter and join over 4,000 other SaaS founders and entrepreneurs who are already using these insights to grow their businesses. Subscribe to the SaaS Club newsletter today and get the support you need to keep moving forward on your SaaS journey. Marche, welcome to the show. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Now, before we talk about Peewick, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Who is Marche when he's not working? Um, Mache is working quite a lot, but <laughs> he's not working. <laughs> um, he's eager to learn. Uh, I learn about, uh, I learn languages. Uh, I do some sport, especially in winter skiing. Um, I try to spend some time with my girlfriend, uh, going to theater or, or cinema. So, uh, nothing really out of ordinary. Maybe, uh, in the summer, uh, I do some bike marathons. Uh, which is kind of interesting, uh, uh, but not really dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, we like to kick things off with a success quote to better understand what drives and motivates our guests. 
What is one of your favorite quotes? Um, so uh, I think maybe it's a, a bit like simple, but uh, it's a quote by from Steve Jobs. Uh, the only way to do great work is to love what you do. And I really liked that because that's something that is really close to me. I was never going after money. I was from the very beginning, from high school, I was always doing what's interesting me and the money come after that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love that quote. And I, I think that that's from his um, commencement speech, I think, right? Um, yeah, I, I believe so. I, I'm not really sure, but uh, I believe it was the commencement speech. Yeah, awesome. Okay, what were you doing before you got involved with PeeWeek? Um, so I, I was having a, a startup uh, here in Poland. It was an advertising network. Uh, specifically, it was the first block advertising network on Polish market. And uh, I was seeking a solution to uh, to track uh, the visitors uh, in the network and uh, provide data to advertisers and so on. So I came across... Uh, the first release of PeeWig, which was done by uh, co-founder uh, Matthew Albert, uh, his CTO of the company. And he just released the, the first uh, version of PeeWig, which was the next version of PHP My Visits, uh, some, some PHP script to, uh, to plot nice charts uh, with analytics. And that's, that's where I found it interesting. I decided to uh, use PeeWeek as a foundation of my uh, ad technology system uh, for for data collection and reporting, and I started contributing to PeeWeek actively, resolving performance issues, uh, adding more features, and that that were really the early days of the project. So there were just a couple guys from all over the world uh, contributing to it. We had uh, some first meeting in London. Uh, I think it was uh, 2006 or 2005. And we met each other. Everyone had a job. Everyone was doing something different. And uh, that, that's how PeeWig really started. We, we, we developed the product further. We gained more and more users. And today we, we got like 1 million websites worldwide using PeeWeek and, uh, and building the business upon this. Now, I, you know, there's a little bit of irony that I see in there that, um, you know, PeeWeek is about never sharing data with other servers, never selling data for ad targeting. And yet you were in a business in an ad network, which relies on this type of data, right? To be effective uh, at, at yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, what's more, what's even more ironic is that NSA used PeeWeek. There was some article, I think, quite a, <laughs> quite a few weeks ago that, uh, or months ago that NSA also uses PeeWeek. So, uh, you know, it's like with, you know, tools or guns, you can use it for a good, but you can use it for bad as well. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you got involved with um, the PeeWeek project um, and you were contributing to that and sort of getting involved with these guys. Um, were you still building the, the ad network 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I continued to work on this business, uh, and uh, it was—I mean, it—it it, it wasn't super successful, but it was successful. Uh, we exited the company after two years. Uh, we were minority shareholders. We got really shitty deal <laughs> with our investor. Uh, so What's, we decided. What, 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 what minority was that? How much did you? Have? Uh, uh, seventy to thirty percent. So you had the thirty. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we had a uh, 30, but there were three of us. So <laughs> uh, that was uh, really bad. But um, yeah, I mean, that was exciting. I learned a lot uh, during this time. Uh, and I managed to, at the same time, to contribute and be, become a, like a, one of the uh, pillars of PeeWeek uh, during this time. So it was definitely interesting. So how did you guys end up with a 30% share in your company was it just because you really needed uh the money or um it was just the type of investors that you had partnered with i think it was a combination uh we 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 launched this uh just uh without much even savings <laughs> to three friends i mean two 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 friends and then the third guy joined us and uh we uh we we ran about uh, one year it on our own, and then we we realized that we, we really need money badly to to get this going. And uh, this investor wasn't taking a, a wasn't investing in startups that uh, uh, where he didn't have majority. Uh, it was kind of strange, but uh, we didn't have really other options at that time, and we didn't really care that much. And that's that's the, the deal that we got. But uh, thanks to that, I I came across Pewik, which is you know, uh, uh, which is uh, really great. And uh, that led to to other uh, things that I'm I'm doing right now. So when did you get um, fully involved with Pewik? Um, so uh, this was a uh, gradual process. So uh, once uh, I exited the the ads, uh, advertising company that I had, uh, we found it uh, with one of the, the friends that I was uh, having, with one of friends uh, that I was working with, uh, a, a software house called ClearCode, uh, and we we focused on software development and. Uh, uh, mainly in the areas of analytics and app technology. Uh, and at the same time, I, I was still involved in PeeWig. And uh, uh, with PeeWig, we had more and more success. We got more and more consulting requests. So ClearCode was partly working on uh, some uh, project not uh, related to PeeWig and partly on consulting requests that I was handling. And then I had some people to help me uh, to, to, to handle them. Uh, there was no one on the Pee core team that could uh, help with that. So uh, somehow we, at, at some point, uh, speaking with Matthew, the, the founder of Pee we said like, uh, we need to really do something about that because we got companies like Lufthansa or T-Mobile or government of Canada contacting us for services. And we are st- still don't have even a company and we are doing this either as individual consultants or, uh, or either as clear code. So um, we finalized this uh, around one and a half year ago. Uh, of course, we, we had some, some plans earlier, but we finalized it uh, about one and a half year ago. And uh, 
uh, as my company ClearCode grew by the time to, to 70 or, or 60 people, uh, uh, we, we basically provided the resources needed to uh, develop a cloud product and to support customers because already some people at ClearCode uh, knew PeeWeek very well. And, uh, and Matthew contributed, helped to, to, to us to, to get going, uh, on the, uh, from the marketing side to, to, to start adding some information about Pewik Pro on, on Pewik website. And that's, that's how we, how we really started. Uh, we already had a background what customers may need because we were doing for five years consulting services based on Pewik. So it was pretty, you know, uh, Pretty easy start. Easy start. Uh, it's, it sounds really easy that right now we just need to create cloud product, uh, offer consulting services, and we'll be starting money. It turned out that it isn't that easy, <laughs> but uh, I think we'll speak about that <laughs> in a moment. Okay. So, um, so first of all, yeah, I mean, what was the reaction? So you, you guys have been working on an open source project, and then suddenly you're, you're trying to make money from this and selling it as a commercial business what i i'm sure that caused some challenges for you right um it's it wasn't that challenging the the uh, for from the our image or uh, community reaction because our community was demanding the services so there we had this consulting form in the like uh, very beginning and we kept receiving inquiries that people would like to have uh, some, I don't know, one day consulting or they need some training from PeeWeek and things like that, or they need help and they are willing to pay for that or they are willing to pay for a feature. So it seemed like pretty natural, just uh, incorporate a business which will be official business of PeeWeek, uh, which is incorporated by founders of PeeWeek or key people in PeeWeek. And uh, we never heard a bad reaction about that. What was harder is to uh, to come up with the services that that really work and really scale. Because uh, I know already from I, I knew already from from ClearCode uh, that consulting services you can scale only with the headcount, and that won't work for Pewik. And that was what the what mainly the uh, inquiries from community were just, uh, I want to buy a couple hours of consulting. Uh, but this wasn't, I, I knew from the beginning that this, this isn't going to work and we won't be able to scale company and make money, uh, uh, from projects for a couple of hours. So, uh, I come up with initially with the idea of a cloud product, which comes with the support that was quite natural. But on the other end, uh, our one core differentiator is that you can uh, host the data on your infrastructure. So uh, that w- that could work for some of the clients, but not for the all of the clients. And uh, then the enterprise product, that was uh, a bit longer journey and a lot of discussions with different customers getting feedback. Uh, and it turned out that it, it isn't that easy that uh, you have a popular open source product because when we were launching, it was already used by uh, close to a million websites and it isn't that you just start offering uh, services and the, the money will start flow that wasn't that easy uh, but uh, after a year I can say that uh, that we 
uh, around a year it took to to create an offer that that really started working and uh, and uh, we we see the quite a lot of interest in the enterprise offer from from corporate clients as well as from government clients so looking back at the early days of starting up this business what what do you think was one of the biggest mistakes that you made um there were a couple i guess <laughs> first of all the, the first mistake was that we were a bit too late with that we should have done it much earlier and we would be probably in a different place today uh so we let this uh open source project for over the five years and then we started the business so uh that's definitely too late <laughs> and i i i'm I'm not sure why we waited so long. <laughs> uh, the second mistake was that our initial uh, business offer was really complex. We, they were, we created a creator where you can add consulting hours and then you can choose different types of training and all other services. We had almost zero conversion rate on that. <laughs> and uh, I think that's, that's, that led to some, you know, rethinking of the whole business idea, how to uh, appeal to the enterprise clients and how to uh, uh, how to reach enterprise clients, uh, which uh, after after a year led to the, our current offering that that started to work. So, so I think that's a really interesting point there. I want to talk a little bit more about that. So, what I'm hearing is that, um, you know, you, you were you were providing some similar kind of consulting services for Peewick through your clear code business. Yeah. Right? And you guys were seeing this demand from these uh Peewick potential Peewick customers, right? Peewick users who were saying, you know, I want to pay for these types of services. Yeah, um, yeah. But when you actually launched Peewick Pro, um you found as you said your conversion was almost zero because because of the offer. Yeah, I mean, we we tried to like you know we took together what were the most uh, common uh, inquiries, and then we put it into nice like creator wizard that you can just click what you want, and we had no conversion on that. <laughs> uh, then we started to simplify, simplify. The more we simplify, the 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 more we uh, got, uh, the more conversions we got. But that was just the beginning of the problems because we offered things like uh, hourly consulting or maybe a service that was called just setting up PWIC on your server. Uh, but, you know, you setting up the software on the server, it cannot be that much expensive. Uh, and we saw that this does not scale, uh, from the business perspective. So right now, what we have, we have four different packages. Uh, so, uh, from the entry level to, to really like, you know, uh, highly priced, uh, pro level. And, uh, these packages, uh, have a set of services that are built like setup and then software updates and, uh, some consulting package for discovery and needs analysis or for setting up a measurement strategy for the client. And with each higher package, you get more and uh, more, more of our services and uh, training. And uh, initially, you get just email support. In higher packages, you've got email and phone support and so on. So uh, 
and this package, such packages, because they are yearly uh, plans, you can sell at much uh, higher price than just a service for like one day consulting or uh, setting up Kiwik on your server. So how how did you go about figuring out what the right offer and the right packages were for your customers? Were you you know were you testing this? Were you going out and talking to customers? What what what, what process did you go through? Um, yes, I mean first of all, there was we we spoke with the customers quite a lot, uh, regardless of. Uh, if we converted them or not. So uh, that was the first input. The second was just, uh, uh, I think our like knowledge, maybe not even knowledge, just comparing it to competition in other totally different uh, other consulting areas that we, that we could find. And uh, pricing, I think was uh, quite difficult to figure out, but, uh, we did did some research. We saw like what total ownership cost of different web analytics solutions for enterprises, uh, and based on that, we were able to determine what would uh, be our higher end packages like, and uh, the lower end packages we figured out based on what customers were willing to pay for consulting and other services that we are offering at the moment. Okay. Just scaling them up to yearly packages, let's say. So you you you, repos- you reframe these packages, uh, and then what happened to your conversion? Um, so we 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 started uh, we 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 started to sell these packages. So uh, the inquiry started to convert. Uh, of course, these are enterprise sales, so it's totally different for, than uh, SaaS product, uh, which is our pivot cloud product. So it it still takes uh, uh, from two to nine months to close these deals. Uh, but they started to close and we saw, okay, that's where we, we, we are on the right track. And then we just kept improving the offer based on the questions that customer ask, uh, or based on the requests that, that were coming from, uh, existing customers that we signed up. And, uh, we keep improving this offer. Uh, so we, we just, I mean, every, uh, I think every six months we, we, we try a bit, uh, improved iteration, uh, based on the feedback that we gather, uh, from the last quarters. Now, t- tell me a little, so you mentioned some few names like, um, you know, Lufthansa, um, what were some of the other companies you named? Um, this- uh, Packard, um, government of, I mean, that's government, uh, government from government clients. We, we work with government of Canada or government of Netherlands, uh, from the enterprise sex sector, Accenture, um, yeah. Why is I, it I think, so? I, I, think I can. I can. Uh, I have still, still some names that I cannot name because they are from banking sector. So we we become become more and more popular in banking. But uh, these uh, clients are very sensitive about uh, when you talk about the technologies that they use. Why are these companies and organizations choosing Peewick and? Not Peewick in particular, but an open source analytic solution versus, you know, uh, why not just use Google Analytics? I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it's got it's got a big company behind it. There's no issues with scaling. There's a lot of resources working on that stuff. Why is it so important for them to do that? Mm-hmm. So uh, there are a couple of reasons. So 
first of all is privacy. So w- the open source solution can be installed on the servers within the organization that the organization controls the access to the data. Uh, it's never sent to, uh, it, it never uses the data for third parties. Uh, the other thing is uh, the customer-centric aspect. So uh, with GA, for example, uh, you don't have the, the access to the data at the session level uh, or at the visitor level. Uh, and that's where all the BI tools, if you want to connect this data with other data that you have in your systems at the customer level, uh, you, you can never do it with uh, GA. Are you an entrepreneur looking to buy a profitable online business or a founder ready to sell? Bupos is the number one platform for buying and selling profitable online businesses. With their exclusive listings, as well as listings from other marketplaces, and the option to submit your own deal for approval, Bupos has you covered. Plus, they're the first to offer built-in acquisition financing for qualified buyers of recurring revenue businesses, allowing you to access fast funding without personal guarantees and their experienced M&A advisory team supports you every step of the way. To learn more, visit sasclub.io slash bupos. That's sasclub.io slash B-O-O-P-O-S. Sign up today and get qualified to start your entrepreneurial journey or sell your business at the right valuation with bupos.com. Okay. And, you know, I think... um, I'm thinking about sort of Google Analytics and... Uh, most people would say, okay, you know, I, I'm kind of using software from a trusted organization. Google tells me, you know, they're not going to do any evil. Um, but what are what are some of the issues that come along with using uh, a product like Google Analytics? What's happening to my data when I use Google Analytics? Uh, uh, you first need to uh, separate Google Analytics free and Google Analytics Premium. Uh, Google Analytics Premium uh, is a package that that you need to buy once it, once you cross ten million uh, pages per month or, or, or so. Uh, but let's say that you you use uh, Google Analytics free, uh, but uh, I think everyone knows that nothing comes for free in the world. You just pay with your data. So. Uh, GA free and that you can find this in the terms of service, uh, Google has right to use your data to uh, so-called improve or uh, use it in other Google products. Uh, and mainly where that this is used is, is for advertising uh, or competitive ranking. So basically your data is, is used uh, to uh, know what kind of visitors are on your website and to improve uh, advertising products of Google or uh, to even help your competition uh, that run advertising. Okay. I mean, that doesn't sound too bad. Um, it doesn't sound too bad, but uh, many of the companies want to just uh, have the control over the data and uh, can do the, with the data whatever they need. Uh, the other thing you cannot do is the, you, you cannot export the raw data. So uh, uh, you don't know, like, the, you don't have the information about every visitor, what he, what he does on this website. And that could be very valuable if you... Uh, have if you connect this data with your CRM data or other database uh, where you can uh, see which customer uh, was interested in which products on your website or 
what kind of offer they viewed, who is more engaged with you, who engaged more with your content, who who uh, didn't engage at all with the content. So uh, these kind of things are not possible with uh, with Google and. But, you know, I have a lot of respect to their product because, of course, as you said, there is a lot of people working on this product. It scales well, uh, but uh, you, you need to just accept that you pay with the data if you go use the GA3. Okay, let's talk about an incident from a few years ago, which you told me, you know, was a single incident that's kind of haunted you guys for, for some time. Um, back in 2012, hackers inserted some malicious code into the open source PWIC code. Um, can you tell me a little bit about what happened there? Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, really like, you know, this, this haunts us for years. Uh, the problem that we had, uh, there was that our, uh, website was, uh, hosted on, I mean, uh, we used WordPress to, uh, for our website. And, uh, unfortunately at that time we hosted our software, uh, that you download on the same server. So once the hackers, uh, broke into the WordPress, they were able to change the file with the latest version of PWIC, which, which people start downloading and installing on their servers. Uh, we knew about that within hours and with we right away uh, changed the file and informed the users, uh, released the statement. Uh, we had some lessons learned, of course, as well. So uh, the, the WordPress site is right now on a separate server and we, we never link to the, we never put uh, anything uh, crucial on the server where we have the website. Uh, so, so this is, this is, it will never happen again, but, uh, people are keep asking about this incident because they, there were a lot of articles about that. Uh, and it was a huge issue because, uh, we already have a lot of users around the world and, uh, by updating PWIC in that like short time span of couple of hours, uh, you could you could get infected. Your servers can get get infected, and probably other scripts on your server could get infected as well. And so, uh, you know, what, what kind of um, did did that set your cause backwards? Did did that uh, did people lose confidence in in using PWIC? Um, there were probably people that just just freaked them out, and they didn't decide to use PWIC, but. Uh, it didn't slow down our growth. Uh, so uh, it wasn't like something that set us back for, for a few months, uh, maybe because there was a publicity and uh, this uh, uh, there was an offset of like they, the people people were talking about PWIC, which brought new customers and only some of them were discarded because this was a security issue. So uh, it wasn't that bad, but we still keep uh, receiving inquiries from some clients and they ask like, is your software secure? And we have like, I mean, security of our software, uh, as well as privacy. These are two core values of the component of the, of the project. So we, we have a lot of, uh, pressure on put on security, especially we, we run a back bounty program. So whoever 
uh, finds a valid security bug, uh, is rewarded, re- rewarded uh, with cash. Uh, so this, this brings uh, security researchers from all over the world to check our software. Uh, we also run uh, external security audits for major releases. So we, we pay for an audit for a security company, performs it and uh, sends us recommendations uh, or, or potential issues, as well as every uh, commit that is merged to the core PWIC is reviewed uh, by uh, one of our senior staff uh, to, to scan for any potential security issues. So... Um, we had really great process for keeping the software of the security, and that wasn't uh, uh, even the, the the issue that we have in 2012 wasn't the issue with the bug in the software. It was the issue with our website, which was run by WordPress. So, okay, um, okay. And and there have been no issues since then. No, right? there have been no issues since then. Um, I. Th- yeah, there wasn't, there wasn't, there weren't any issues since then. Of course, we fixed some security issues in the software, but they weren't uh, critical and they weren't malicious code run. Uh, simply the normal uh, cycle of releases and like we fixed some issues that, 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 uh, that were uh, submitted by the researchers and we paid them bug bounties. So. Uh, there's a continuous process to improve the quality and the security of the product. How many contributors do you have working on the PWIC project? Um, so uh, total contributors is uh, more than 80 people. Uh, but a lot of them, there are really small contributors that uh, contribute translations or contribute to our uh, device detection library. Actually, it may be even more than 80 because we separated these projects on GitHub to make them uh, useful for people for other open source projects. So, for example, we have a separate project for our device detector library or for uh, for our tracker. Uh, so the, the actual number of contributors may be a bit, a bit more. Uh, but as I said, we, we have the small contributors that contribute just, uh, just translations, uh, update libraries or update the catalog of search engines or social sites in Pewit. Uh, and we have these bigger contributors that, that contribute actual code or develop plugins for Pewit that, that, that we publish on our marketplace. So, uh, the developer uh, community is growing and we know that for a fact that uh, this is just a fraction of people that are working with PeeWeep because uh, with every business contact we see uh, that there are people in companies and sometimes in big companies that they develop their own plugins for their internal use and they never shared it uh, uh, publicly. So uh, probably there is much, much more people, uh, but we have no way to, to know how many actually developers are involved uh, in any Puig related work? Let's talk a little bit about uh, the cloud hosting uh, part of the business. Now, earlier we talked about, you know, we said, hey, one of the most attractive things for Puig users is that they can take this product and they can self-host it. They can put it on their own servers. Mm-hmm. So. You know, providing a cloud hosting offering for for this software seems like one of the last things that 
would make sense for your customers, right? So、mm. why why would did that become a part of the offering? Um, actually, it's that it, it is not really the case because for some countries, uh, it's important to host the, especially here in Europe, uh, it's important for uh, uh, people to host the data within the country or within the European Union. Uh, uh, later is the case uh, mostly, so. There are some privacy regulations in European countries that say that you should not host your data outside of EU, and、uh, that was the first thought why we should run the、uh, cloud product.、Uh, of course, it wasn't、uh, the the only cost that people the only uh, uh, argument why people choose pure cloud. Because we see a lot of, for example, American customers using、uh, Pwik Cloud, and we have a data center in US、uh, hosting Pwik Cloud for them as well. So、uh, it looks like people just like the products very much. They like the interface. They like the simplicity of Pwik. They like the features of Pwik, and they like the features that that they get in Pwik that they don't get in other products.、Uh, And they don't want to、uh, have this、uh, technical. They don't have the technical knowledge, or they simply don't want to、uh, do on their own installation and maintenance and updates. And they sign up for Pwik Cloud because it's easy and it's uh, uh, cost effective.、Uh, and they have Pwik with our support and high availability infrastructure for Pwik. So. Uh, it's.、Uh, I think that that's the most what people are really、uh, why they are signing up for public cloud currently. Okay, what sort of revenue are you guys doing with the public pro business? Um. So we did、uh, close to half a million in the first year.、Uh, the current numbers and the current plans are are higher, but I think that that's that's that shows、uh, how. Uh, that that we had already customer base that we could just、uh, start the business and in the first year、uh, get these numbers.、Um, right now,、uh, we'll be heading for、uh, this year for, for probably tripling this. Tripling that in the second year. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And are you are you profitable? Uh, yes, we are profitable right now.、Uh, we are we're just we just passed the break-even point. And most importantly, what sort of stake do you have in this company?、Um, sorry, what do you mean?、Uh, I mean, do you have an investor who has seventy percent of your business? No, no, no. We we are <laughs> we 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 own the company. We don't have、uh, an investor. We do we bootstrap the company、uh, by our own. Uh, even though that、uh, I keep receiving the LinkedIn invites from ven- various venture capital firms,、uh, at least let's say once a month or once every two months. Awesome! Is there one part of your business or one product offering or one thing that you guys are are working on that you're most excited about right now? Um. So. Uh, 
Yes, I think what's uh, I mean right now the the product over the last few months was mainly about the stability and improving the performance because uh, we are really agile in in releases in our product so every month we release a new version and uh, why we were adding features. Uh, it was a bit too fast paced and we, we just uh, decided uh, I think around November that we'll have this stability phase for, for, uh, for a couple of months just to, um, uh, just to uh, improve the product uh, performance and stability. Uh, and that's about to finish and we have a couple of exciting things. So one of the things that we want to work on is A-B testing. Uh, so some integrated A-B testing product in the PWIC. And the other thing, uh, more like a, this is more uh, a bit longer term goal, maybe one to two years, is uh, get more involved in uh, measuring internet of things, or we call it measure anything. So we don't want to measure just a website and mobile apps like we do today, but we want to be able to uh, me- measure almost anything that that's, uh, generates some data in PWIC. And I think that's personally my favorite and most exciting thing that, that we'll be working on. Cool. Now, looking at like the PWIC cloud product, for example, are you still targeting enterprise customers for that? Or, or is, is that sort of a more broad offering? So if, um, if somebody's listening out there who has a startup is that something that they should be considering when they think about analytics for their business? Um, so yeah, cloud cloud is more targeted at uh, uh, smaller businesses and medium businesses, but it does not uh, uh, end with that. We have customers that on the cloud that track more than fifty million events uh, a month, uh, which is quite a lot. Uh, and this is this these are no longer uh, small medium businesses. So. Uh, I think most of our customer base, though, is still uh, small, medium businesses. And uh, by starting analytics in your business, you can learn a lot. And with PWIG and with support, you can uh, definitely have deeper insights, uh, even on the smaller traffic audiences, because you have this customer level data and you can look into each separate, you know, visit and analyze how they uh, how they interacted with the, your content. Uh, and what's more, we have some, you know, ready to use integrations. So it's super easy to, um, to get started and, uh, start using PWIC and then reaching out to us, uh, to learn more or to, to do some custom, uh, custom use cases, which we, to, which we also support. So we sometimes for some, uh, smaller customers, I mean, Mainly we we do it for enterprise customers, but we work with some startups on building custom solutions upon PWIC as well to support their uh, their their business case, uh, especially if they are going to use PWIC as a foundation of uh, of their analytics product. Okay. All right, Maciej, it's time for our lightning round. I'm going to ask you a series of questions and I'd like you to answer them as quickly as you can. Are you ready? Yeah, ready. All right. What's the best piece of business advice that you ever received? Um, when you want to launch a product, uh, 
and you want to be a founder of your company, you need to be able to sell your product. What book would you recommend to our audience and why? Uh, Predictable Revenue by Aaron Ross. It tells you how to organize sales in your startup, in your organization. What's one attribute or characteristic in your mind of a successful entrepreneur? Uh, passion for what you are doing. What's your favorite personal productivity tool or habit? Um, I, I, could, I could name a few. Uh, probably the most important are zero, zero inbox and uh, Kanban boards for planning. If you had to start over tomorrow, what type of business would you go and build? Uh, I would build uh, something in advertising industry. I believe there is plenty of things to be done in advertising technology. Uh, alternatively, I would go for finance industry and uh, blockchain payments, uh, digital currencies, because I think there, there is a big future there as well. What's an interesting or fun fact about you that most people don't know? Um, I'm trying to learn German since I was a kid. <laughs> and right now I'm, that's my eighth try or ninth try. And I think it will be successful. <laughs> you know, I'm, uh, I'm, my wife is Puerto Rican and uh, we've been married for almost 15 years and, and my Spanish still sucks. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's not as easy as it sounds learning a new language. Um, and finally, what is one of your most important passions outside of your work? Um, so recently it's, uh, the first passion is, is, is basically doing sport and staying fit. But, uh, recently I, I start to learn a lot about finance and, history of financial market, history of central banking. Uh, and I, I, I start to be like really uh, digging deeper and deeper into this topic. So I could probably tell it's become recently my passion uh, to learn about this. <laughs> All right. Great. Maja, I want to thank you for joining me today and sharing your uh, experiences, insights with our audience. And, and thank you for letting us get to know you a little better personally as well. Now, if folks want to find out more about Peewick or Peewick Pro or they want to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Um, I think the best way is just to go to peewick.pro uh, or drop me an email at m at peewick.pro. Awesome. Maciej, thanks again, and I wish you continued success. Yeah, thank you very much. Cheers. Do you dream of owning a profitable online business or are you looking to sell yours? Bupos.com is the number one platform for entrepreneurs and founders alike. With Bupos, you can discover exclusive listings, browse listings from other marketplaces, or submit your own deal for approval. As the first platform to offer built-in acquisition financing for qualified buyers, Bupos makes it easier than ever to acquire a recurring revenue business without personal guarantees. Their experienced M&A advisory team is dedicated to supporting you throughout the process, ensuring a smooth transaction. Don't miss out on this exciting opportunity. To learn more, visit sasclub.io slash bupos. That's sasclub.io slash B-O-O-P-O-S. Sign up today and get qualified to sell your business or find your next venture. 
Are you still wrestling with rigid spreadsheets that slow down your team? JotForm Tables is a solution you've been looking for. JotForm Tables combines the power of a spreadsheet with the flexibility of a database. You can collect your data through customizable online forms and JotForm Tables automatically organizes and stores all the data submitted through your JotForm forms. You can also import and export files and collaborate with your team effortlessly. All changes are synced in real time, so everyone is always on the same page. But JotForm Tables is more than just a spreadsheet alternative with conditional formatting, data visualization, and more than 250 integrations, it's a complete productivity platform for your team. You can even automate tasks and workflows to save time. Ready to centralize your data, boost your team's efficiency, and take your productivity to new heights? Sign up for free at sasclub.io slash jotform. That's sasclub.io slash jotform. Hey, are you struggling to grow your SaaS business? Well, you're not alone. But the good news is you don't have to settle for slow growth. The right tools can be a growth game changer. And that's where the SaaS toolkit comes in. This free guide cuts through the noise and shows you the 12 essential types of tools successful SaaS startups have used to get to seven figures and beyond. It gives you specific examples and makes practical recommendations to help you find the perfect growth tools for your needs. So stop feeling stuck. Visit thesastoolkit.com to download your free copy and unlock the growth potential you've been missing. That's the sastoolkit.com.